Welcome to Finding Freedom with Inspire Wellness. I'm Gemma, a body image and food freedom coach, anti-diet advocate, and your ultimate hype girl. I'm here to empower you with inspiration, education, and motivation so that you can start living as your happiest and healthiest self, whatever that means to you. I spent years struggling with food, my body, and my mental health until I finally found freedom. Now I'm on a mission to make sure that nobody goes through what I did and to burn diet culture to the ground while I'm at it. I'm obsessed with helping women to ditch the diets, love their bodies, feel confident AF, create sustainable habits, improve their mindset and become their next level selves. So what are we waiting for? Let's do this. Hello, welcome back. Is anyone else very confused slash a bit scared slash just wigged out that it's December already? I know we say this every year. I feel like it's the most like it's the biggest trope. We all say it, but it's very strange to me that it's December. But that means that Christmas is coming up and I love Christmas. I know not everyone loves Christmas and that is absolutely okay. but I am absolutely that very annoying Christmassy person who just lives for Christmas. So we're doing a Christmas episode today, but the Christmas episode is more along the lines of it's not the happy, joyful Christmas. It's kind of about the struggles that pop up over Christmas, because I know that December is a tricky, tricky, tricky time if you're struggling with food and if you're struggling with your body. So I wanted to give you a bit of a toolkit, a bit of an episode to help you handle those things that pop up. So basically, I used to hardcore diet in December. That was absolutely the time where I was like, oh shit, it's summer. Oh my God, I don't have my bikini body yet. I'm not ready to go. Christmas is coming. So I'd get super stressed and I would go ham on the diet hard. So two reasons that I would be doing this because A, summer. So thinking I needed to be smaller, thinking I needed that bikini body, thinking I needed to look different to be worthy and to have a good summer, hot girl summer, even though that was not a thing back then. And B, to save up my calories for Christmas. That's what I thought I needed to be doing because I knew that Christmas is often a time where we eat more than other times of year. It's often the time where we feel like we overindulge. So I would use December as my my time to really rein in what I was eating, restrict what I was eating to save up for Christmas. I would be feeling really stressed about getting given chocolate as a gift because it always happened. Like I, I love chocolate. I've always loved chocolate and everyone knows that about me. So I would often be given chocolate as a gift, which is a lovely gift. But I would be stressed about that because I'd be like, but if I get given chocolate, then I have to eat the chocolate and the chocolate's going to make me fat. And I'd be so stressed about that. I would also be again on the chocolate train. So my mum also loves Christmas, also loves chocolate. (laughs) So around Christmas, the Christmas bowls would come out and mum would be, you know, leaving cute little Christmas chocolate bowls everywhere around the house, which is lovely, really nice. But Again, I would be a bit stressed about that because I would be secret eating those. We were allowed to eat them like they were there to be eaten. We were allowed to do it. And yet I would probably not eat the chocolate when other people were around. I would be eating it by myself, feeling guilty about it. And then like hiding the wrappers and pretending that I hadn't eaten them and trying to rearrange the bowls. So no one knew that I'd eaten the chocolate, despite the fact no one would care that I ate the chocolate. But again, feeling guilty feeling ashamed for eating the chocolate. Again, okay, this is such a chocolatey themed example, I know, but it's all about the chocolate for me. I would also be doing my advent calendar because again, my mum made the cutest advent calendar for us and she would put in 
her own chocolates because my mom's the best. And, but of course I would have my advent calendar chocolate. And again, I would be feeling guilty that I was eating chocolate every day and I'd be tracking my chocolate in my fitness pal and seeing how can I fit this into my macros. But also I wouldn't know which chocolate I was getting every day because you don't know till the morning. So I couldn't plan in advance. So then I'd be like, oh my God, now my macros are out. It doesn't match up perfectly. Like, do you see why this was a stressful time for me? It was not a good time. It was supposed to be this most like joyful time of year. And I'd just be so stressed about the chocolate, all about the chocolate. So if you can relate to that, if you're someone who does find Christmas stressful, whether that's to do with the chocolate or whether that's to do with many of the other reasons Christmas could be stressful, this episode is for you. So today we're going to talk about having a good mindset around indulgence and around enjoying the holidays, how to nourish yourself through the festive period, and also coping with your emotions like stress or anxiety without using food. So let's get started talking about the mindset around Christmas, because I think that a lot of people get really stressed, really anxious about that overindulgence that a lot of us tend to do within December. So the first thing I really need you to take with you through this period is the idea that food is not good or bad. Can we please remove this from our language? Because so many people are stressed about the fact that throughout December, throughout the festive period, they're eating too much bad food. And I'm sure you can hear it in my voice, but there are bunny ears around those words, around the bad, around the too much, because it's all, it's all, it's all subjective. It's all our perception. Food is not good or bad though. So please understand that it is okay if you eat more of the less nutritious foods around this time. You're not doing it all of the time. And let's just remove that word bad or junk or naughty or guilty pleasure. Let's remove all of that from our vocabulary because unless you stole that chocolate that you're reading from your niece's Santa stocking, you're fine. It's not bad unless it's past its use by date, it's not bad. Unless it's poisoned, it's not bad, right? So let's just take that out. Now, a really big part of Christmas and a big part of the festive period itself is celebrating. Like we're meant to be feeling festive. We're meant to be feeling good. And a surefire way to know that you're not feeling very festive is to berate yourself for eating the pavlova that your nan made on Christmas day, or, you know, telling yourself that you have to go on a cleanse after the week after your work Christmas party, or feeling like you're going to go all out in December, because in January, we're back on that wagon. We're jumping on the horse and we're going to be our skinniest, healthiest selves. What? That's not a nice way to feel. That's not a festive, happy, celebratory way to feel. That is guilt and shame and anxiety and all of these really unhelpful emotions attached to it. That's not what it's meant to be about. So know that if you do have a big weekend or if you do have a big week or whatever of eating, you don't have to compensate for it. You don't need to fast. You don't need to go on a cleanse. You don't have to go really hard at the gym all week to make up for the weekend. You don't have to do any of those things because it's what you do consistently over time that matters, not what you do every once in a while. So that's okay if you have a big night at the Christmas party. You're not doing that every single day. You're not doing that for the full month, I imagine. Yes, there are more events within December, but you're not going hard on the food and the drinks every single night. And even if you are, you're not doing that your entire life. You're not doing that all year round. So having, you know, one night or one week or even really one month of indulgence isn't going to instantly give you heart disease. And it's not going to end your life 10 years earlier. Just chill out, enjoy it, 
just have a good time without the guilt and the shame attached to it and just have fun. So basically ditch the stress, calm your farm and have a good time. That's, that's what I want you to take away from this. So let's talk about nourishment though, because that part there, I feel like was give, trying. I'm trying to give you a bit, not that you need a permission slip, but I'm trying to give you a bit of a permission slip to let go, to have fun, to enjoy yourself, to maybe loosen the reins a bit more than you normally would. But I also know that for a lot of us, we still want to nourish ourselves throughout that period. Even if we are going out more often, even if we are drinking more, eating more, whatever it is, but you can still nourish yourself throughout December. So I need you to ditch that all or nothing mindset because too many people I think think, oh, well, I'm having a few big nights or a few big days and therefore the whole month is a write-off. And that's not the case. Like really, most of us probably have one or two events a week during December. That's like four to eight events, probably less actually, but let's go, let's say that's like six events leading up to Christmas. That's not that big of a deal. Like that doesn't mean you've still got all of the other days in there. You've still got 19 other nights in December leading up to Christmas. So you don't have to write off the rest of that time. You can just enjoy those nights, have a good time, and then keep doing your normal nourishment, your normal healthy habits the rest of the month. And the other part of this is as well as, you know, when we're looking at the entire month, you also don't have to be all or nothing when you have an event. So I used to use events as excuses to eat and drink everything, even if I didn't really want it. And I was actually talking to a client about this yesterday as well. We were saying that for both of us, going to an event would normally be a bit of an excuse to go all out. You're at the event, therefore you're allowed to eat everything in sight. And then you're allowed to have 25 drinks. And then because you're hungover the next day, you're allowed to go and get Domino's or McDonald's or whatever it is. And it's even if you don't necessarily really want it, because sometimes, particularly when we've got a lot of events, sometimes it's a bit like, oh God, another one. (laughs) Now another one. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can back this up. So you don't have to. You don't have to do that. You can listen to your body and see what feels good for you. And that might change day to day. So see what feels good in terms of what you're eating, in terms of how much you're eating, all of those kind of things. And if you're not sure, like if you don't know how to listen to your body yet, that's okay. Maybe this is a bit of a sign to work on your relationship with food and with your body now so that this is that last festive season where you have to struggle with this stuff. So I was talking to a client the other day who can't have gluten or dairy and she feels really awful when she does. So we were talking about her going to her Christmas parties and things like that. And she said, often this would be, she was feeling a bit anxious about it, basically saying this is a kind of time that would stress her out, that would maybe trigger some binges and things like that. So what we did was we created a bit of a plan for her, for her Christmas events so that she could take her own dessert, her own bread and her own dip so that she could still enjoy plenty of delicious foods without feeling like she's missing out. Because otherwise, if she didn't take those things, she would feel deprived when she got there. And there's all this delicious food that she knows makes her feel shit because it does not work with her body. And then she did it anyway, because she felt like she was missing out. And then she'd feel awful. And again, that would probably trigger this, you know, binge episode or this overeating episode and just generally feeling bad physically and mentally. So we put a plan in place, which is a great thing to be doing. So you can keep up your normal habits throughout this time. If you don't normally eat gluten or dairy because it doesn't suit your body, not just because you think it's unhealthy to eat gluten or dairy, but, you know, or however this looks for you, you can still do this. You don't have to throw everything out the window just because it's Christmas, just because it's the festive season and I'm allowed. You're allowed to do anything at any time of year. 
you're allowed to eat chocolate at any time of year. You're allowed to have five Proseccos at any time of year. You don't need to hold it. It's the exact concept. Like this whole thing is the exact thing of intuitive eating and food freedom, right? Like we get to, I know I've just gone off on a tangent, <laughs> but we hold out for this time of year and then it's like, oh, well, I'm allowed to do it right now. So I'm going to make the most of it. And I'm going to go absolutely wild on the food because I'm allowed to do it right now. The rest of the year, I'm not allowed to do it. I have to be good. So we go overboard. Then we feel awful. We go into January feeling disgusting because we've just eaten everything in sight, even when we didn't want it. Whereas when you have that food freedom and you're allowed to eat anything at any time of year, it takes away that draw of it. Like I know I used to go to Christmas lunch and I used to have three, four servings and then multiple servings of dessert. And then I would have my roast beef roll later in the night, even when I wasn't hungry because I was allowed because it was Christmas day. Now, like last Christmas, I remember it was like, okay, I'll have one, one plate because that's actually all I wanted in the moment because that draw is not there. I can eat any of these foods at any time of year. Okay. I know that was a tangent, but it got me thinking. (laughs) So the other thing I wanted to say about nourishing yourself through this festive period is you can keep up your normal habits throughout this time. So you can still ensure that you're eating plenty of vegetables and plants, that you're moving your body, that you're drinking water, that you're sleeping, that you're taking care of your mental health and maybe not to the same capacity every day or every week, but it's just a season. If you normally move your body six days a week, but you've got too many events and you can't fit it in, that's okay. That's all right. The world is not going to end if you can't do your normal fitness plan for one month. That's cool. If you need to cut back, that's all right. Sleeping. Maybe you can't get your seven to nine hours because you've got some Christmas parties on. That's fine. No stress. That's all good. Maybe you can't fit in your normal day-to-day mental health routine where you journal and meditate and do all of these things if you're someone who does that because you're too busy. That's okay. It's just a season. So do what you can. Implement what you can. You don't have, again, it's that all or nothing mindset. We don't have to chuck everything out of the window just because we can't do it to our normal capacity. So keep up as many of your normal, like healthy habits as you possibly can keep nourishing yourself, keep making yourself feel good and then enjoy yourself as well. And then the final thing I wanted to talk about in this episode was coping with your emotions like stress or anxiety without using food. So Christmas is considered one of the six most stressful life events, along with things like divorce, moving house, changing jobs, all that kind of thing. One of the six most stressful life events. And we do it every single year. So it is a stressful time, even though it's, you know, it can be a joyful time, can be a beautiful time. I absolutely recognize that for a lot of people, Christmas isn't the best time of year. Christmas isn't wonderful. Not everyone loves Christmas. A lot of people get, even if you love Christmas, you might still be very stressed out by Christmas and that's okay. There's the financial stress of gifts. There's all the busyness from events. There can be family pressure and stress. That can be a really big one. There's also the mental load of being a mother and being responsible for the magic, as one of my clients put it the other day. There's so many aspects to this that can be stressful. And many people turn to food to cope with the stress. So it can be a really, really big time of year for emotional eating, especially when those kinds of food like chocolate or desserts are potentially more accessible than they normally are for you. If you're someone that you know tries to maybe keep those foods at arm's reach or not have them in the house, which we know my thoughts on that. But anyway, then this could be a really triggering time of year to have those things around you all of the time. Now, 
I've got a whole program on emotional eating that would obviously be super helpful for this. I'll link that in the show notes. It's called End Emotional Eating. But I wanted to give you a couple of quick tips here that you can use in this time period. So the first tip I've got for you is to be prepared. If you know that this is an issue for you, don't just wait till it happens to try and handle it because that never works. It is so much harder in the moment to try and pull yourself out of it and do something different instead if you haven't prepared yourself. So put things in place and do some work beforehand so that you can deal with it when it pops up. So the first step here would be think about when it's likely to impact you. Like, will it be when you see a particular family member or at a social event or maybe on a Sunday when you're feeling a bit shitty after one too many Proseccos the night before and prepare for that moment. Be ready for that moment so that it doesn't blindside you. Step number two is to work out a way to handle your emotions and to regulate yourself. So deep breathing is one of my favorite things that you can do here because you can do this anywhere, anytime. No one will even know you're doing it a lot of the time. You can go and hide in the toilet if you need to. But it's a really great way to calm yourself down when you're feeling stressed or you're feeling anxious. So look up some deep breathing exercises that you can use in the moment. You can just do them yourself. Like it's very easy to do them yourself or there's so many apps out there that'll have them. But prepare yourself, have those ready to go. You might need to like come up with some affirmations or just things to repeat to yourself. If you don't like affirmations, that's fine. Things to repeat yourself in your your mind when your dad starts making shitty comments about how you gained weight this year. So that you can try and lessen their impact in the moment. Maybe you go and like play the Rocky theme song before you go into Christmas lunch in the car to hype yourself up if you don't have the best relationship with your family. So you can prepare yourself mentally and yeah, hype yourself up for the occasion. Or maybe, you know, you journal, maybe you journal before and after those situations that stress you out just so you can get those thoughts and those feelings onto the page instead of turning to food to handle those emotions that are coming up. And the third tip I've got for you here is get support. And I think this is one that gets missed far too often. We think we need to handle it all ourselves. We think we have to take everything on board, keep it all to ourselves and not share with anyone. And it's just, it's, you don't have to do that. You can get support. All of us have people in our lives who will support us. So maybe you talk to your partner about how you're feeling and then they can support you however they can, whether that's emotionally Or maybe it's by taking some of the load off you or, you know, you could enlist your sister to play a game over your family Christmas where you count the number of times someone says something problematic about food or about bodies. And then, you know, that way you can turn it into something to roll your eyes at instead of getting upset over it. Maybe you could set up a code emoji with your bestie that you can text to each other when it all gets too much and you're feeling overwhelmed so that the other one knows that you need support, whether that's in the form of a phone conversation or going out for ice cream or showing up with a bottle of wine on your doorstep. And no, I'm not advocating for using alcohol to cope with your emotions before anyone says that, but sometimes a glass of wine is just nice. Okay. Okay. So one of the biggest things that I've learned is that if you think something is going to be stressful and horrible, it probably is. And you can choose your attitude towards things and you can choose what impacts you and what doesn't. Now, I'm not saying it's all magically easy, but this is why I'm such a huge fan of doing the mindset work, because it gives you the tools to be able to handle those situations. And if you haven't done that work yet, just know that you are more in control than you think. And maybe this is a sign that 2024 is the year for you to dive into the magical world of mindset, because it makes situations that are stressful, whether that's Christmas or whether that's anything else throughout the year. It makes it so much easier when you've got all of these tools in your toolbox ready to pull out whenever you need them. So I hope that this has helped you a little bit. If you are someone who has been feeling a bit stressed about the festive period, 
And hopefully you can go and just have a beautiful Christmas and a beautiful holidays instead of making it feel like a dark and stressful time. So I'm going to love you and leave you. I will see you next week.